0: Welcome to The Family Room, sponsored by VerseBright, where we offer hope, encouragement, truth, and wisdom for families centered on biblical truth and Catholic teaching, because God's kingdom begins at home. Now welcome your hosts, Mari, John, and Craig, here on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic
1: Radio.
2: Welcome into the family room, and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Um, this is Mari. I'm here with John and Craig, as usual. Hey, guys.
1: Happy New Year. Hey. Happy
3: New Year, Mari.
2: Happy New Year. We also have today, we have, we're going to let our producer, Dave, who usually just has magic fingers over there, does all the background work. We're going to invite him into the show today, too. So, hey, Dave. Hey. How's it going? Good. We're so glad you're here with us. Thank you. And today's a special show, and the reason we're allowing Dave to um, come out from behind (laughs) is because...
0: Because it's radio and you can't see me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is because this is our 100th Family Room episode, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And uh, Dave keeps track of all of that, and he he approached us and said, hey, guys, well, tell us, what did you say to us?
0: Well, I said, we got a 100th episode. We should do something special for it, so that's what we're doing.
2: Yeah. So our special is that we're having Dave on the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully it gets better than that. We'll see.
2: So that's part of it. But Dave has been here as part of um, listening to almost every one of these episodes and almost every one of these amazing guests we've heard. So he's got some questions for us to um, talk through what you know, how did, the, how did this start? What's it been like? You know, in retrospective, if we look back at those hundred shows, what, have, what do we think has happened? What have we gotten out of it? That, all that type of thing. So I think that's what we're going to talk about today.
0: And also, we should mention one more thing that uh, if John sounds a little off, it's because he is off somewhere else. He's on the phone.
2: <laughs> off in a different way than he normally is.
3: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm on
1: today instead of off. <laughs> We're going to find out, aren't yes, right? we? We will. We will because know. you
2: know what? You're going to start us in prayer because I think that's always important. And our listeners, mm-hmm. no matter whether this is the 100th or not, they know that that's how we usually start. So would you do that for us, John?
3: I'll do it. In the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come to you today thinking about our hundredth show, and, and we are filled with praise and gratitude. It is, it's almost impossible to conceive of having done this many things, um, and we are grateful for, for you, for your work, for the presence of your Holy Spirit. Father, in all these things that, that have been put together, we know that the hand of your Spirit has been influential and powerful, and, and the reason for all the good that has, has transpired We ask you to continue to bless us this day and this show and in any future shows you choose to have transpire. But more than anything, right now while we're together, just open the minds and hearts of our listeners that they might be inspired by your Holy Spirit to find that one program in the hundred that we've done or to listen in the future and to be touched in a way that only you know they want to be touched, that only you know they need to be touched. All of us need to be touched bring peace, bring joy, bring healing. We thank you for all that you've brought thus far, and we ask you to continue to bless our endeavors. Father, we ask all of this in Jesus' mighty name through the intercession of your blessed mother. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and
0: Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 So uh, it's my, my turn now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's give it a shot here. No, uh, so we were talking about doing this, and and you know, I was thinking this would be great time to look back and, and kind of see where we've been where we are and and maybe where we're going but i think the first thing i'd like to know is what's the reason for wanting to do this show
2: yeah it's a good question i think what's interesting is that god put it on each of our hearts but in different ways and Mm -hmm. um and that's also just been i think one of the themes of almost every guest we've had on here our show over these last hundred shows is that god has put something special on different people's hearts and he's encourage them to use their experience, use their um, background, use their passions just to serve him in, in different ways. And so I know for me personally, so during the pandemic four years ago, almost four years ago in April, um, is when we started uh, a show here at um, The Quest. It was one of our very first shows, and it was called Shelter in Peace, and it just we just started praying for listeners. It was basically a, a show to, to pray and then that morphed into um well about 40 let me shows. stop you yeah. right
0: there i'm sorry but yeah at, at that point what did you know about radio nothing <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's still you obvious i don't know it. any. <laughs> it's still obvious i don't know anything about radio <laughs> yeah yeah there yeah i'd heard it i'd heard radio um right so i was just a volunteer i was a quest volunteer and, and you still are and I'm still a Quest volunteer, exactly. I've got my own separate job outside of here. So I knew nothing about radio. I was a volunteer, and Carol, our um, head of the Quest, said, can you come in and pray for people? And I said, oh, I know how to pray. I don't know anything about radio, but I can <laughs> pray. So I started praying. I was working with a wonderful, um, other another volunteer, Janice Givens, who a lot of people here in Atlanta know. Yep. And we did three shows where we took listener prayer requests and we prayed for three shows. And then Janice and... Um, I had to step away and Carol said, Can you keep on going? And so forty shows later we had done all these shows and then at so January of twenty twenty one, they said, you know, we never really officially launched that. We never did anything. So what do you think you need to do next? What what's the new thing what's on your heart to do. And somebody said, why don't you go talk to other people in Catholic radio and see what's missing in Catholic radio. Mm. And so that was an interesting exercise. I talked to a lot of different people, talked to folks that I um, was in Bible studies with. So local people, other people, and basically what came on my heart was what was important for me when I was a young mom, um, when I was listening to the radio a lot. And I listened to Focus on the Family and another show called Family Life Today. And both of those shows um, was a format that really spoke to marriages, spoke to families, and helped people to see um, what was God's plan for their lives and for their families. And I thought, you know, in the Catholic world, what do we have? In the Catholic world, what I realized we had was wonderful counselor-type call-in shows. In fact, we just hosted Dr. Ray His He's one of them the doctor is in more to life. We had some, we have some great shows through EWTN. We have some great shows for women, but we didn't have any shows just targeting specifically the family and what's going on with the family, um, and listening. And we said we wanted an interview show and hearing from different Catholic speakers, theologians, authors, um, everyday parents who were just living their faith in the family. And, and I wanted So God put that on my heart.
0: And at this point, I think like the families are are under attack, yes. really, I mean there' are, yeah. you know peop a lot of people in society are trying to downplay the importance of a family. oh, you don't need a family- you don't need a husband, you mm-hmm. don't you mm-hmm. know, and I think that what you're doing here uh it, it really helps to build that that family core. Craig, what about you? What was on your heart when you came into the family room?
1: It, interestingly enough, um, you know, I've been in multiple men's groups for a long time, so a lot of focus on men. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when you look back at the, um, what's going wrong in families, Mm -hmm. men have stepped away from their responsibility and John Gordon and I actually the same men's group. And we've talked about some things in that group. And then John, why don't you talk about how you approached me at that point in time? Well, I, it was, um, I had just been listening to things. I was brand new
3: to that group and, uh and, and I was just listening to the conversations and um i've hosted a different radio show in another world for a long time and i i just felt like maybe there was some ability to do a radio concept and so that's where you and i spoke i think i'm knocking on the window of your door on a <laughs> truck right and i'm like man i normally don't do this but like i'm just curious God has put on my heart this idea we always talk about and there's a lot of good things in the world today about bringing pardon me, bringing your faith to the workplace, right? And evangelizing either directly or indirectly, but just bringing principles and and your faith to the workplace. And and I love like little plays on words, and I was like, Craig, what if we did bringing your work to the faith place? And, And what we talked about was just all as men and Mar- <clears throat> Mari, I know it's not just limited to men, but the the experience that we had was was the the male thing. Was we're really good at knowing who our competition is in the workplace. We're really good at having disciplines. We know what our sales goals are. We know what our objectives are, and and we're we are really disciplined and purposeful in executing those objectives. But I felt like we were lacking as men, and it could be it could be very likely is my own projection, right? But but what about bringing the same intensity and principles and power that we bring to bear on our jobs and careers? What if we brought that to our families and our, our prayer lives and our, and our faith life? And, and, that's, and then so that's kind of how we yeah. started what, the now conversation. And,
1: then, and because of John's experience in radio, I thought, you know, wow, I wonder if you could do a radio show here. And by the providence of God at the point in time— um, Father Martin Connor was my spiritual director and he and I were having lunch and I just brought it up to him and he said, oh, funny enough, you know, I know about the quest and I know this this uh, wonderful woman named Mari Cleveland. You know, maybe we can put you two together and you can talk about it. So I was in my upper office and Mari and I got together on a phone call And she was kind of like, "All right, I don't know who you are. And I didn't know who Mari was. And it was just an open conversation, Mari, that I think went for about an
2: hour. I was just going to say, yeah, that's one of those Holy Spirit moments, right? Because I was pondering all this. I'd done all this research um, and you started talking and we were basically talking the same language, right? The Holy Spirit was in all of our hearts talking the same language. You know, I had even pulled out and I was going to quote it real quick here. Um, When I was looking at just the statistics, to your point, Dave, that the Mm -hmm. family was under attack, marriages are under attack, and that was part of my heart and saying not only what did I need, but what does the world need right now? In his letter to families, Pope John Paul II identified the family as the pathway to holiness, and he said it's in the family that's placed at the heart of the great struggle between good and evil, between life and death, between love and all that's opposed to love. And that really had struck you as well, Craig, just the the fact that the family was under attack and that men Mm -hmm. were under attack and we needed to do something about it. And so, yeah, so we talked for like an hour and then we were trying to decide, Okay, are you guys going to come on the quest and have uh, just a separate show for Mm -hmm. men? And I would have a separate one for women. And we said, let's just try it out. And so fast forward several months we got on the air together and i interviewed you guys as if you were going to be in the family room talking about spiritual fathers and people heard that show and they went oh my gosh the three of you together there's something going on there
1: which again is another god moment because all of you radio professionals would say three people in a studio together having a conversation john how did you refer to it I believe in the profession they call it a train wreck. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't think that would work,
0: though, because it's not just the three of you discussing things, but you have a guest on. Sometimes two guests are are sitting. So there's a lot of people in this room, and on on paper, you wouldn't think it would work.
1: Right. Really. (laughs) And then you look at it. I mean... John and I barely knew each other. Mari and I didn't. John didn't know Mari. Right. We have very different personalities, right? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I think we complement each other and in some cases moderate each other, you know, because I can be a little more direct and intense and Mari is sweet and kind and nice and <laughs> kicks me under the table as we're recording because she sits right next to me and says shut up you know and john's very thoughtful i mean john's john's got a very humble perspective yeah and i think it works i think it's awesome and it's all the same thought process right how do we challenge each other to be better and, and, and fulfill the call God gave us.
2: Mm -hmm. And I think we all really want things to be practical as well. We're all, yeah, we're all personally um, growing and striving to learn more and to grow in our Faith life as well, so we're on this path as well, right? It's not like we're coming out as experts; we're not the experts. The people we're interviewing are the experts, and so we're frantically taking notes a lot of times when they're talking, or we're going, "Oh my gosh, I totally messed that up. I should. I wish I had a do-over," you know. So it's kind of it's fun that way. So we also listen to what our listeners wanted, and our listeners said we want to hear from experts. We want we want to be able to grow in our faith we want to be able to have resources that help us do that so that was part of our goal with this as well
0: we are in the family room i'm dave savage not ordinarily heard here on the family room but we are here with john Marie, and craig this is the 100th episode and we are talking about uh, looking back over the past 100 episodes and uh, eventually i think we'll take a look at where we're going as well. Now, when the show started, uh, I'll direct this at any one of you three. Uh, did you have any goals or anything you wanted to achieve, John? So my, I had a very lofty goal, and it
3: was something like this, Lord, please don't let me screw this up. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not self-deprecating, or it really was, This is I have no idea where this is going. It feels like, It's on the general path of where we think we should go. And so it was like, um, if this is going to work, let it work. And as I pondered, you know, the hundredth episode of the show, I think it could sound very presumptuous to say that this was the work of the Holy Spirit. I don't mean to have control over that or to be, I don't know, to be presumptuous, but I will tell you, I had no idea that the three of us could, could, do what has been done Um, and i don't just mean pull off a hundred shows i've done the other show for a long time so any monkey can do that but this is something where not only do we have Mari, you talked about bringing the professionals what, what our listeners wanted to hear i think we did that but i think the holy spirit uh brought the people and pricked the hearts uh and again it could be me projecting but there was there was a personal experience content of this whole thing that I just had no idea could come to pass. And so my prayer was, don't let me screw this up. Let it be your will. And and I feel like he's answered, let's, we can, you know, not take care of the first, please don't comment on whether I screwed it up or not. Craig So we can definitely say the Holy Spirit has been present. Absolutely.
1: And I, and I think that's true. And, you know, I think there were, there were goals bringing guys onto the show, right? Mm-hmm. how do we improve listenership? How do we impact people's lives? And honestly, I honestly have to say for me, um, one of the learning experiences in humility, you know, as a, as a business person that's run, you know, a real estate company, you sit there and you have your goal. How do we grow it? How do we you know, measure how we're growing it? And quite frankly, kind of going to John's point and Mario, always reminds me, you know, sit back, just do what I ask you to do and don't try to count how many people because if one person is impacted mm-hmm. if somebody's life is touched by this then you're doing what I want you to do mm-hmm. it's not about me getting credit or mari getting credit for oh you guys are awesome and look at I've got a pretty big ego I'm reminded of that constantly <laughs> um and it was a humbling experience and then again like like mari i think and john both said you know god's blessed us with national speakers that mm-hmm. you know for a small radio station even though we've got good coverage small radio station in atlanta we've had some of the the preeminent Catholic speakers in our world, beyond our show, and actually being very like, we've enjoyed this experience, we love being here, but what's humbling is sitting back and kind of going, I learned way more by talking to these people than I think even our listeners have picked up, because I'm like, yeah, I could have done better here, there, or the other place, or just the experiences of Father Bartunik talking about how he helped bring his dad back to the faith Mm -hmm. by just simply being his son. Mm-hmm. Things like that just got to touch my heart.
0: And one of the things that I think is great about this show is that it's an hour long. So mm-hmm. like you were saying, there's a lot of these Catholic speakers who have been on, you know, been on with Teresa Tomio and they've been on with El Cresta and, and who, but they're, they're on for, you know, five ten minutes. Yeah. Whereas you get That's to true. talk to them for an hour and you're going to hear things on this show that you're not going to hear from Teresa Tomio's show or El Cresta.
2: You know, and that's one of the things that, as I reflected, is the generosity of each of our guests. Yeah. So amazing. Because
0: you think these people have to be busy.
2: Yeah, incredibly busy people, whether they are the homeschooling mom who we have on mm-hmm. or whether we have, you know, Dr. Bob Schutz or um Dr. uh Bill Ther- Thierfelder, who's running a university, you know, running a, a theological organization, whatever it might be. They're so busy, but they've given us an hour of their time and they're so yeah. kind and generous and gracious with that. And and like you say, Craig, they oftentimes go, that was a lot of fun. You, <laughs> guys, you guys ask questions that nobody else is asking. we're like, yeah, because we don't know what we're doing.
0: <laughs> Guided by the Holy Spirit.
2: There we are. You know, you ask um, if we had some objectives. I was just looking back at when I first was praying about this show and I said, mm-hmm. what are some of the desired outcomes that I wanted to see happen? Um that I was hoping might happen because I had to show, you know, the, the heads of the studio here, here's what, here's what we're hoping the show is going to do. Right. And, and I'd said stronger marriages and families where God is first, where people get to grow in faith. Um, and one of the big things for me was that people would have, would recognize John ten ten that, that Jesus did come and say, I came that you might have life more abundantly right Mm -hmm. so you would have more abundant life and that's the other goal that for me purposefully was a lot of times you think of shows that are theological and it's very dreary and humdrum and things and you know kind of a monk in a very dark cave someplace and i wanted there to be joy and abundant life and people would would walk into living their faith more abundantly and with more joy so that was kind of a a hope as well, that that would happen. I don't know if it's if it has, although it is funny because I do have people go, you're laughing all the time. <laughs> so, so that's good.
0: Well, I was going to ask if, if you've achieved these goals, but I think kind of what John, both you and Mari were saying, I, I don't know that you necessarily know that you have because mm-hmm. John was saying, you know, I just hope I don't screw this up. Well, you haven't screwed it up, but have, have we done what, what you really wanted to do in the beginning and we don't necessarily know that so, and like what you were saying craig is is you don't you don't know if you've helped one person you don't know if you've helped anybody <laughs>
1: you know but well, is you, it, can't, or, you can't quantify it right there's right, no metric right. to look at right. and, and frankly look we can listen to listenership but a lot of times it's downloads right it can be mm-hmm. the same person downloading multiple times but i will say what we have accomplished We've had a diversity of speakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've had people that are focused on marriages and families. Mm-hmm. And I think we've had very honest and open discussions. One thing we did want to address, too, is not, you know, let's hide the facts. I mean, we've talked about transgenderism, right? Mm-hmm. And we we had Jason Everett on. Mm-hmm. And I think, Mari, you had somebody that kind of on a fringe yeah. basis on, on the church and, oh, you guys can be very judgmental. That said, mm-hmm. I want to listen to your show. Having to pick that one, and I think you and Mary were like, "Oh no, yeah, you know, I hope this doesn't have a negative impact." And how did she respond?
2: Yeah, this the person who who listened said, "I was so moved by the way that you guys approached that since that's very sensitive topic with such kindness and compassion and love." And I actually shared it with a lot of other people in my life because I thought that the way it was handled was um, was really good, and I learned a mm-hmm. lot. Um, and 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 nobody was turned off at all. And so, once again, that's the Holy Spirit, oh, right?
0: And that's the one thing I was going to say, is that anecdotally, a- anecdotally, yeah. uh, we hear from people. I hear from people that say, you know what, I heard this show, and... That was really good or it was moving. And I know personally from some of the things I've heard on this show as I'm sitting here, you know, pushing the buttons to record it. And I'm like, wow, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know,
2: you know, it, when you something just came to mind and I'm thinking of how our experience here is so much like each of our listeners experience, whoever they are, whatever their role is, whether they're a husband, a wife, a mother, a father, a grandparent, um, a sister, a brother, we go through our lives. We're trying to live faithfully we're trying to live according to God's will in our life. And there are a lot of times we don't know if it's if anything's happening as a result of that, right? We just know that we're being obedient. And I think that's mm-hmm. what the, th- the three, the four of us, right, are doing. We're being obedient to what we feel like God is calling us to do. And we don't know if we've touched anybody. We are, mm-hmm. We're not a call-in show, so we don't get to hear from yeah. the listeners, oh, that was so great, or whatever. Like you said, every once in a while, we'll have somebody say, hey, I'll run into somebody at the grocery store. Oh, I loved that show, or that was really helpful. But we don't, and I think each one of us, as followers of Jesus, sometimes have no idea if we've had an impact on somebody's life or not. Mm-hmm.
4: That's
3: Mari, I think that's sort of a, a generosity or a blessing that God gives us, right? Because you can pray not to screw it up, but the other prayer is like, if this really accomplishes something good, let it be good. And, and I don't know that I want to know about it because mm-hmm. it's so easy to start to think that it's easy for me to start to think that it's something that I did. Mm-hmm. And and God just kind of encourages and, and blesses and, and gives us a little bit of humility um, with enough of the things that are uncomfortable, but also it is, if it's doing a good thing, it'll be a good thing. The, the thing that amazes me is I, I, we all three of us have very busy schedules, yeah. and more than once I've been like, there's just no way I can keep doing this. And every time I think it's time to throw in the towel, something gets cleared up, and, and, it, and it just works out really well. So I mm-hmm. think God blesses us with those encouragements, but also protects us from humility or protects us with humility.
0: Yeah, good and point. One thing I want to mention that you kind of mm-hmm. touched on it here, John, is that the three of you are volunteers and full time jobs. You know, got Travel. schedules, family, all this stuff. Trying to work it in, and you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> you know, I mean that's hard enough when it when it's your livelihood. You know, to to make all this stuff work. So uh, I want to, you know, really pat you all on the back for that. And also, uh, I want to give a shout out to Barb, yep. uh, who is our uh, a new volunteer. I mean, the show was kind of, I don't know, got off the rails a little bit maybe mm-hmm. for, at one point with scheduling guests and everything. And uh, Barb came on board and, and she schedules all our guests now. And it, it it's been awesome. I mean, you know, and, and so it, it takes a lot of people behind the scenes mm-hmm. to make this happen.
2: Yeah, and Barb yeah. is John's yeah. wife, mm-hmm. and we are thankful because God encouraged Barb to retire so she would have time <laughs> <laughs> to volunteer. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the three of us busy people, we were the ones scheduling all the guests. We were the ones doing all mm-hmm. the yeah. presets with all the guests. We were the ones who you know calendared everything and did all the pre work, and we did that for close to a year by ourselves over, you know, and, um, and then Barb came on board and it's been so such a blessing to have her. And in in addition to Barb, we also have, for those of you who go online and look or on the, on, on the social media as well, you'll see, um, our show notes. Mm -hmm. So we've got show notes. If you, if you look at our podcast, you can see the show notes, or if you go to um the quest you'll see our show notes and we've got show note writers so we've got sarah sullivan wrote our show notes for about a year mm-hmm. she was she had been a guest on the show mm-hmm. and um was a great writer and wanted to contribute as a volunteer so she did our show notes and then christine kajowski who's one of our long-time quest volunteers and she continues she's to, awesome yeah. she does amazing beautiful mm-hmm. show notes both of them have put put a lot of work and now we've got a new new person who's going to start doing our show notes. Lauren, who's also a longtime Quest volunteer, um, mm-hmm. God put it on her heart to to help us out, which is great.
0: And we have many volunteers here. I'm just going to derail the show just for a second, just to say, if if God is calling it on your heart to volunteer somewhere, the Quest could probably use your help. <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: and you don't need any experience, as evidenced by the three of us, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> so uh, we're we're going to have to take a break here really soon. Uh, there's one other thing I wanted to. Uh, ask you, and I'll, I'll just ask it right here and we'll hear the answer on the other side of the break but uh, we talked about the goals and how we achieved those goals or didn't achieve or if we know if we achieved, I don't know um, but what good thing happened that you never expected at the beginning think about that wow. for just a little bit, uh, we're going to take a break and we will be right back in the family room with Mari, John and Craig and me, Dave <laughs> yay We'll be right back in the family room, sponsored by Versprite, right after this. In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite
3: provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support.
2: This is Mari. I'm here with John and Craig, and we really appreciate you listening and sharing what you're learning here from the family room. We are glad that you're enjoying the guests that we have, and if you are enjoying it, please let us know. If you're listening on a streaming app, you can rate us, and uh, you can make comments as well.
1: And in order to keep this show and others going, please look to figure out how you can donate in the coming months to keep Catholic Radio on the air here in Atlanta. It's very easy to keep us going. Just go to thequestatlanta.com or use the Quest Atlanta app.
3: The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes.
4: Think of the most famous unplanned pregnancy. Mary, a poor unmarried teenager, accepted God's will for her life. Her unplanned pregnancy brought us the savior of the world. Just as Mary said yes to life, the mothers of Tim Tebow, Beethoven, Nick Cannon, and JP 2 all rejected abortion for their child yet all of them have impacted the world through their lives to the families feeling burdened by an unplanned pregnancy have faith in god's plan all babies are made in the image and likeness of god let every child be born for the birth of every child changes the world let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity
3: For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com.
4: hi this is teresa tomio host of catholic connection heard every morning right here on this station and we are so grateful for your listenership and now's the time that we come to you to ask also in addition to your listenership your financial support of course we always ask you to pray for us most importantly but we do need your financial partnership now most of these stations have very small staffs of course because we're not rolling in the dough obviously because we are in this this is a mission field effort but the bottom line is This is your home, and we're always here for you. Thanks to our friends at EWTN, our programming is provided free of charge, but this station has other expenses that must be paid to keep the doors open and the lights on. Support of your local Catholic radio station helps keep shows like This One Catholic Connection available in your area. No matter the amount, your gift works to make a difference for you, for others, and for the future of our Catholic radio family. Please prayerfully consider making a gift right now, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: To donate, log on to thequestatlanta.com.
2: Ever feel like life's just too much? Maybe it's time for a change. God offers us relief and hope. So if you're feeling like you need more peace today, begin at catholicscomehome.com.
0: Welcome back to The Family Room with Mari, John, and Craig. Sponsored by Verse Sprite on AM 1160, The Quest. I am not Mari, John, or Craig. I am Dave Savage, and uh, we do have Mari, John, and Craig here with us. We are doing something a little different today because this is our 100th episode of The Family Room. And so we're kind of looking back at what we've been doing, where it started, how it all started. And just before the break, I asked you all a question What's something good that happened that you never expected to happen?
2: So the first thing that hit me when you said it, it actually went right to my heart. Mm-hmm. And in my heart, it was the relationship with these two guys. You know, I didn't know when I was brainstorming this with a lot of people, they they kept saying, well, we just want it to be you. And I said, no, you don't want it to be just me. I promise you that. And then God brought John and Craig in. I'm going to get teary eyed, actually. But... um, yeah, it's just been beautiful. It's been amazing getting to know these guys and getting to see their faith and watch their faith and, and getting to know their families and how they parent and how they are a spouse and how they love so well the people in their community, but especially their, their wives and their kids. And so that's been a great blessing to me. Clean
1: access over there.
0: You Thank know. you.
2: I actually do need
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've had a few of those on this on, the, uh, on our show as well. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because before Mari said that, I thought the same thing. But then I also was thinking about, um, and I won't say surprised, but in a world that can seem so very dark. In a world.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) No, but in sincerity, in a world that can seem so very dark, in a church sometimes that can seem very confusing. And when you look around, there can be a lack of hope. Mm-hmm. And I know one when you asked, you know, one of one of the goals, Mari, you know, stated one of the goals is to bring encouragement and hope to families. Yeah. All the guests we have have brought hope, whether it was talking about abortion, talking about adoption, talking about the crisis of truth in our church. Sometimes there's hope in everything. And I think for me, that was uh, an encouragement to myself and even a little bit surprising, because even when you look at some of the topics, you're like, yeah, we could debate all the negative things. But every one of our guests was like, there's joy in this because there's hope. God, God's not sitting on his hands. God's active. We just need to be, as John had said, we need to be docile and let God Mm -hmm. do what God needs to do. And he's reminded me multiple times, you are not me. Mm -hmm. So quit trying to play God and let me do my job.
3: (laughs) So as I was thinking about this, I think there's two big categories. One is just I never expected the personal impact For me, myself, first, Mari, you said it just these were here were two people who I kind of hardly knew at all. And and it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. So that particular piece of adding you guys into not just my life, but my faith life Mm. and our personal life that I did not expect. I mean, I knew everything would be okay, I guess, but I, I didn't expect that. And I didn't expect the impact. There were many, many shows. You know, we're joking. I'm not turning my man card after this. But there has been more than one moment in a show or more than one show where I personally have been moved by the content of that show. And I wanted to reach for the Kleenex, but I didn't because I carry a hanky. Um, So that piece of it. But then also, I didn't expect the people. Mari, you alluded to it very early on in this conversation. Christopher West. Uh, Dr. Edward Shree, Dr. Bob Schutz, uh, Father John Ricardo, the people who have joined us and shared their wisdom, uh, our our daughters are both very much uh, big listeners of Catholic radio, Catholic podcasts, just a lot of Catholic content. And they'll bring up somebody and Barb will go, you know, dad interviewed them. You know that interview. I'm like, you can't say it that way because that acts like they joined our show, right? But but I think those are the two things that I just didn't expect the the caliber of people who God would bring to us to Mm -hmm. share their wisdom and and their faith and the personal effect it would have on me. I just figured I was coming in to do a radio show and wanted to do God's will, but I didn't anticipate the uh, the the power that it would have on
0: me. And that's a great lead-in to the next portion of this show because what i think what i would like to do to close out the show is for us to mention uh specific guests that we've had i mean we couldn't mention all 100 <laughs> you know there's no way but just things that kind of stand out in our minds i'm going to leave this part off if you don't mind we had randy hayne on this is when i first started at the quest this is mm-hmm. probably like the third show you guys did that i did with you and one of the things that randy Hain mentioned is that he puts God first. I mean, I, I've heard many people say this, but you know, God first, family second, and I'm messing this up. How can I mess this up? <laughs> <laughs> it? so it's God first, family second, and then- And uh, yourself. And yourself work work. is last, yeah. yeah. And that's what he said, work is last. But he said that he thrives in his career keeping it that way because it's always mm-hmm. he's always given enough to work. And the one thing that I, I did take away from that is the way he said that he- sets an alarm on his like on outlook and for his work day so that at specific times he'll pray certain prayers, and the rest of his coworkers know, oh, can't schedule a, a three o'clock appointment with Randy, he's doing the divine mercy you know mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting i mean i've I've always worked in the secular world, and you know that came first, yeah, and it did and and i I just I got a lot out of that
2: you know before we go on to our other favorite shows. We have not given a shout out to you, Dave, because that's the other thing that has changed in the show. When we first started the show, we didn't have you for uh, the first several months and um, you came on board. And you weren't a volunteer, right? You actually came with all, all the experience and a lot of the knowledge and a lot of the wisdom. And like you said, you came from secular radio. Mm-hmm. And God was so gracious um, to bring you to us and vice versa, I think, us to you mm-hmm. as well, as Absolutely. you just kind of said. But you've you've also taken us up a, a new notch. And you've always got ideas. Hey, what if we do this? Hey, what if I do that? And how? what if we... Uh, play a song here yeah you just always have great ideas and you've made it even more fun exciting and professional as well so thank you thank Thank you
1: you. yeah his headset just fell off his head grew three sizes (laughs) kind of like the grinch's heart (laughs) (laughs) so any other favorite episodes yeah i mean i think when you go back and you look at all the various guests we've had there's some that were very emotional that were very touching like i said with father bartunik you know, in his experience with his father, leading his father back to the faith. Yeah, that was a
0: powerful story. You know,
1: and again, here's a priest saying, how do I convert my father? I'm just going to be a son, you know, just living the simple life. Um, You know, the Burks, we had Dan and Stephanie Burke on who are doing amazing things uh, for the Mm -hmm. church. But I think for me, it's it's how they approach marriage. Mm -hmm. Kind of like your Randy Hain conversation Mm -hmm. without having specific guests. Talking about the guests we've had that, are so intentional about their marriage. Mm -hmm. Peter Herbick, let's have a meeting once every week or two, talk about how we're doing, have conversations with each other. Even Dr. Schutz, which I think was really interesting, who amazing man talked about how he was with his wife Mm -hmm. and how, um, I think it was later on in their marriage even, where Mm -hmm. like things were rectified and, how beautiful his life was before his wife died and how close they were. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got kind of emotional about that one because yeah. it was, you know, I decided to love her in a very specific way. And it reminded me that was, I don't want you to be committed to me. I want you to be devoted, I think, is yeah, how yeah. she made the comment.
2: Yeah, and then he also, it was kind of cool. He also then started talking about his experience as a grandfather. And I don't mm-hmm. think he'd talked about that much before. And he told us this whole story that it got really deep it was really fun and it got really deep and then later on i heard i was listening to him do a facebook live event and he told the same story that we had kind of yeah that we had kind of drawn out of him and he said i haven't shared this before and then he shared it so it was really kind of cool yeah his willingness to be so uh, vulnerable um, and just humble with us it was it was quite a gift really a gift um, and
1: family memories, right? Yeah. I mean, people yes. talking about the yeah. things that excited them when they were young. Some were kind of crazy out by a pool. Some were, <laughs> you know, literally around the kitchen table. But just hearing people's true, authentic life experiences mm-hmm. yeah. is really touching for me.
2: I think one of my favorite was just our kickoff episode because we were saying, okay, who's going to kick off our first family room episode? And Dr. Edward Sri, if if some of you know him, amazing theologian. Um, and he and his wife do a lot of things for marriages and families, and also he teaches theology as well, I've written tons of books, clearly uh, one of the key people at Ascension Press. But he gave us his, you know, his time and came on board and talked about one of his books that he was doing on virtue, and he was our first kickoff speaker. And he was just, once again, so gracious and kind. And I'm sure all of these people could get honorariums for doing things, and none of them do. They just come and give us all of their time to do that. What about for you, John?
3: It was like two things, I guess. We talked about the family room memories, but also it was very encouraging because not every single guest, in fact, many of our guests did not kind of get dropped from heaven in a golden aura of grace and intellect. Some of them came from some pretty scrub tough situations and scenarios. I think about Father Dan Rehill. I think about Phil Nagel. So there's this incredible hope and a reminder that anything is possible with God. And, and we talk about some very difficult and very frank conversations. You guys alluded to it a few minutes ago. We don't like pulled punches. If it's a difficult conversation, we'll talk about it. But we do it in such a way, or these folks do it with us in such a way that we can address the truth. And, and still, it's very encouraging in a time when it will be easy to be discouraged. Uh, and we know there's difficult times ahead. God's raising an army, and it feels like we're reminded of it constantly.
2: Yeah. You know, the other thing I really appreciate about our shows is we have asked people about their faith lives, right? We've had asked everybody who's come on, I think just about everybody to share their own personal faith journeys and the willingness for people to be raw and honest about Mm -hmm. where they've been, um, how God has spoken to them, how they walked away from God and what he did to turn them back around. And that they've been able to share their own personal witness testimony, whatever words you want to use to talk about the realness of God in their lives. And I think that's just been such a beautiful gift to be able to hear all of those different stories. And it helps me to think, huh, maybe I should share this part of my story, or maybe this would speak to somebody if if they asked, would I have an answer, right? As it says in first Peter, would I have an answer to the hope that lies within me? Would I be able to say and explain what God's done for me in my life? And that's, I thought that's, that's been pretty cool.
1: That's interesting too, because that was the theme of something I was reading today in my own prayer time. You know, how do you share Christ? And it goes back to, you know, what Dave said, right. You know, we had a guest on talking about being outside of an abortion clinic Mm -hmm. and they were talking about how they were just praying and they were just kind of, you know, Hey, we love you. We want to pray for you. What's mm. your name? While there's another group yelling and screaming that's saying, Hey, you're going to hell. You know, mm. this is terrible. You're doing these terrible things. And you sit back and you say, well, which one is going to draw people in, right? And which right. one yeah. brings them out or which one chases them in, into the clinic or whatever. And I only say that to say, and it goes, you know, mm-hmm. what Mario was saying, you know, what we're, what we're hearing from a lot of guests and what I'm learning too, is it's our lived life. Mm-hmm. How am I actually living it that's getting people to take a look and say, I want something a little bit different versus, you know, well, what did I say? How did I say it? You know, what is that experience, Mari, that happened in your life that shows God's love and mercy to you or somebody in your family that you just being raw, mm-hmm. authentic, mm-hmm. would get somebody to be like, wow,
4: yeah,
1: it's real. You know right. what I mean? Versus... Right. Oh, well, you know, I have all the theological knowledge and all of this, Mm -hmm. that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, who gives a rip? How did God, how did Christ enter into your life and impact it? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I'm learning from almost every one of these experiences, every one of these people saying, here's how Jesus impacted my life. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he didn't come in with a lot of guilt and throwing a lot of stones at me. He came in with compassion and kindness and truth mm-hmm. and, and love. Mm-hmm. And what does love look like? And was there conviction? Yes. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, no. um, did we feel, did we feel a sense of guilt? Maybe, but it wasn't because he put it upon us. It was because he was showing us. I mean, when you're standing, light. he was shining light. Right. And when you're standing in front of a holy God, you can't, you can do nothing, but see that you're not as holy as you think you are. And yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, 100%. that's a great point. That's we're great point. in the
0: family room on our 100th episode. I'm Dave, along with Mari, John, and Craig, just kind of looking back and seeing where we've been. And... We'll
1: call it the reminiscing show. Yeah, there
0: we go.
2: <laughs> well, the other thing I want to make sure is that people know, you know, we're kind of throwing out people, but we haven't said, oh, go to this date or this, you know, this yeah. episode number. But you can go into questatlanta.com forward slash the family room, and you can Scroll through and see all the shows and all the show notes, or if you've got Apple podcast or Spotify or any of the mm-hmm. rest of these, you can go on and you can scroll through all 100 episodes and you'll see show notes that gives you more description on who we had, what we talked about. And then you can just you know, choose whatever you'd like to whatever topic it is that God's put on your heart that you're looking to, to hear some truth and wisdom about.
1: Speaking of, John, what do you got on your heart, brother? You guys are nailing it in
3: my mind. I think it's just, Mari, when you said the faith walk thing, that was kind of what I was trying to get at with um, the whole idea that there's no reason to despair. There's just this incredible army of witnesses that is out there right now. And I don't know where our listeners are at any given point in time, whether there's despair or joy or whatever it is. I think one of the devil's most powerful tools, and he's got a few, is to make you believe that you are the only human being who has the anxiety that you have or the fear that you have or feels the inadequacy that you feel. And, and he just beats that drum until you're deaf to anything else. And what I realized in listening to all of our guests is there is truly an army in the church militant. The good news is there's an army. The bad news is God doesn't raise an army unless he needs it. <laughs> Okay, so, sure. so you know there's some tough times ahead i'm sure but for me it's like if you're listening right now just don't be one of those people who's like yeah but that's just not for me because if, if go back and listen to these people and listen to the mire and muck that they that god pulled them out of to do the work he wants to have done and and so if you're in the muck and the mire get ready he'll pull you out if, if you're not in the muck and the mire then then good for you. You're one step closer, you know, to, to being obedient and, and doing just doing the amazing work that God can do. It's just, I can't believe I'm a believer a long, long time, but it's just, I've been, I've been inspired and encouraged beyond what I had ever thought possible.
2: Well, um, yeah, you know, that was deep. That no, no, was deep, no, was, John. Well, thank you. again.
1: That, that's our philosopher in, in house, <laughs> you know, but, and I think too, what you said without saying it, John is we need to be intentional we need to be involved. But I think also what I'm hearing on our show is the need for community, mm, to yeah. surround mm-hmm. ourselves with people that are like-minded and are willing to engage. Because, I mean, look, at I've, I think I've said it on the show. Yeah, I've, personally, I've got things going on in my life with my daughters, you know, having to deal with um, cancer. Mm-hmm. And the love that's been poured out through the community, through the people here at the station that pray and continually pray and then tell a friend who tell a friend who tell a friend and you run into people you're like there's such love and support that comes out of this station and then because of my involvement in the show with all of you you know my daughter and my family's been lifted up and we've gone through a storm like we've never experienced and yet we're still standing and we can see the love and the mercy of god it's unbelievable, and I I appreciate that. So that's another thing for me that's come out of this show that I never expected.
2: That's great. That's great. I was thinking, too, about more of our guests that we've had, and just the variety of guests we've had has been incredible. We've had a Sister Breege McKenna. She has a gift of, of healing. We've had um, Anna Sonoda, who's a local mom here, who did some work as a social worker, and God put on her heart to help write a book on how we can understand how to keep our children safe from um, pedophiles and people like that. The spectrum is just huge. Dr. Ian Murphy, who had this amazing conversion experience, you know. So whether you you came out of another faith into the Catholic faith, whether you're dealing with whatever you're dealing with, it's been quite amazing to me. Just the variety of speakers we've had.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, what I love too. So
1: you know, Katie Warner is one I know is a, a favorite of a lot of us on yeah. the show because there's a young lady that had an experience early on of Christ and was going down a path of, you know, picking a certain university because it fit the Catholic identity extremely well. But yet she was open even at that young age to God saying, but this is not the environment I want you in because I've got a different plan for your life. And she transfers to a secular college, but finds a field of study that God has used to help her write books and be Mm -hmm. a creative writer. And she talks about marriage. She talks about her kids Mm -hmm. and just her love of the faith at such a young age was encouraging as well. When I have, you know, a 20-year-old and a 25-year-old, how, you know, God really can direct your life if you're willing to pay attention and listen to it. Even when you think you're on a right path because I'm being very Catholic, Mm -hmm. God may put us in a situation that may not feel as Catholic, but he's gonna use that same experience as well, which I thought was awesome for me mm-hmm. to get out of what we call the the, the holy huddle. Mm-hmm. And God's mm-hmm. gonna use those experiences too. Just very practical for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. What I've appreciated about that practicality that you just mentioned, Craig, is that no matter where you are in your life, um, no matter what stage of, of life you're in, it seems like we've had guests speak to it. One of our most recent guests was Dr. Alan Hun. He had written a book through dynamic Catholic on the fourth quarter, yeah. the fourth quarter of your life. And I had several people stop me and say, oh my gosh, I got so much out of that conversation. It helped me really think about what do I need to be doing in this fourth quarter of my life? He's talking about like the last 20 years of your life or so. Once you hit 60, you're probably in the last quarter of your life. And so how are you doing? What intentionality? And they really appreciated specifically his vulnerability in that conversation and how he was talking about in the fourth quarter, he's actually going to back up um, on his oh, work yeah. and yep. his work schedule and spend more time being a son-in-law and being a grandparent. And for somebody who's been so successful and has been the leader of, of really large organizations and has done so much, they thought that was so wonderful to hear that, uh uh-huh wow, there is a lot of um, importance to the role of grandparent and son-in-law and husband. And these are, once again, the things that oftentimes the secular world attacks, those parts of being yeah. part of a family. Mm-hmm. And so they appreciated it and it gave them the permission to think about their lives that way as well. Um, I know, Dave, you mentioned, so there's that end of the spectrum and then there's the end of the spectrum of when you're still parenting the kids in your home and you had a, an insight that was um, that you you had somebody who told you that they really appreciated I think it was Brenda Sharman's episode. Oh yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, a, a friend of mine, he's got five daughters, mm. trying to raise them in a, a a good, wholesome way. Yeah. But society is telling them, you know, if you're a young girl, you should dress like this. Yeah. And as a dad, he's like, I no, I, I you you don't dress like that. <laughs> you know. And so she had on, on the episode she was on. I, I thought she had some very good. I don't have any daughters, but. Uh, I thought she had some very good uh, insight, I guess, or or Mm -hmm. guidelines, maybe, uh, as far as what's appropriate and what isn't. And uh, she was even talking about her sons and, you know, making sure that they're dressed appropriately when you go to mass. Just
2: the virtue of of modesty and all. And she's also a former fashion model. And so right. she's talking about really, you know, still looking really, really nice and looking, um, the way that you, you know, you'd want to look if you were gracing the cover of a of a nice wholesome magazine as well. You know, mm-hmm. you're not asking them to, to dr- dress like they were it's 1925 or Burleps something like that. Active. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah.
1: She was convicted too, right? I mean, whether it was lingerie ads, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, God convicted her out and said, "Be more modest." And look at if you see Brenda at church or any place. Mm-hmm she's dressed beautifully she looks mm-hmm. fantastic nobody would look and kind of say you know it's this matronly, yeah. you know frumpy frumpy no yeah. no no it's all it's all appropriate yeah. and yeah yeah and it's tough i mean she had pure fashion for kids a long time ago that mm-hmm. she tried to teach younger kids and did fashion shows appropriate for them but look at the end of the day it's a kind of what we've talked about in a lot of these venues as parents you know we need to put governors and we need to put kind of rules on what is and isn't appropriate. And it's got nothing to do with what my neighbor's willing to do. Mm-hmm. It's got to do with what am I being convicted of. And again, going back to unfortunately convicting you and I and and John, dads, are we willing to stand up and protect our families yeah. from a lot of the nonsense that's out there? Because as we said, and we go back to a lot of this show was predicated on Ephesians six. You know, it's a battle of principalities and powers. It's not me against you or me against this political party. Mm -hmm. It's how are we going to fight the devil in our very own humble ways? Mm -hmm. And then again, Ephesians 5, am I loving my family like Christ loved the church? And we have so many episodes that deal with those specific things, and how there is hope. No matter if you've had an abortion, or no matter if you are divorced, or your kids have left the church, mm-hmm. there's hope. God's at work. Yeah, He's he doing a a a job right now. And go in and listen to our guests. I mean, what's the best way to find our show?
0: Just go to thequestatlanta.com. And you can find all the episodes there. It's on the Quest Atlanta app. You can go to uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those places have the, all, the, all the past episodes. You can check it out uh, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. The, that's the first airing of it right here on The Quest.
2: If you'd like to reach us. That's right? what I was yeah. thinking because,
0: yeah. you know, we, we don't want to do this in a vacuum. I mean, we, we'd love to hear from you. We have an email address, thefamilyroom@thequestatlanta.com. The family room at thequestatlanta.com and it, it comments. You know, if, if you have a guest suggestion or you, you want a certain topic maybe discussed, uh, let us know about that. And yeah. we'll, we'll try to. Or if you've about.
1: listened and you've been impacted, we'd love to hear mm-hmm. how God's acted in your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, definitely.
2: So, thank you, listeners, for being here for a hundred episodes, and we just hope that you and pray that you will be for a hundred more. Um, we're going to pray as we close out, as we always do. So, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for the Quest Atlanta radio station. We thank you for all of the amazing guests that you've allowed us to have here in the family room. And Lord, we thank you for all of the listeners. And Lord, we thank you for the ways that you are building stronger marriages and families where you are first, where they grow in faith, where they live with more joy and abundance and where your kingdom is evident in their family so that they can share you with the rest of the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us in The Family Room. Sponsored by Sprite. For more info, go to thequestatlanta.com.